With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome into Best on the Board, presented by BetMGM. It is Monday, May 2nd. We have made it into May, the second month of the Major League Baseball season, and that's exactly what we're going to talk about in this episode of Best on the Board. Michael Beller and Nick Groke here with you to run down the eight-game MLB slate on this Monday. Starts uh, relatively early in the day, a couple of day games, and then the bulk of the schedule going off this night. Nick, how you doing, man? Baller, Beller, I'm good. Uh, the power ranking... You know, not that power rankings are important, but the MLB hierarchy is starting to settle in. I'm into it. We're, we have, we're like a, almost a month in. Uh-huh. Things are making more sense. I like it. I like when things make sense, too. I definitely like that. It's nice to see things start to settle, and hopefully the picks that we're going to make here make sense. Although, this one we're going to start off with can only make sense on one side, because we're actually going head-to-head in one of our matchups here, and that is in Mariners and Astros. The Mariners are plus 110 on the money line in this game in Houston. The Astros, minus 135. It is Marco Gonzalez for the Mariners. It is Jake Odorizzi for the Astros. I am on the Mariners. You are on the Astros. I'll be the gentleman and let you go first here. What's your argument for Houston? Well, Marco Gonzalez, uh, Fort Collins, Colorado high school legend, Marco Gonzalez. Mm. Uh, he, like, career in Houston, 5.40 ERA. Um, not More walks than strikeouts. He's he started there five times. He's pitched in six games there. It's not the most friendly environment. And the, the Astros are a much better team than their record. Like I think we're we're overreacting on the Astros a little bit. Are they're 11 11 right now, I think. And but they're what when's the last time you saw the Astros go slow out of the gate and then become the Astros again? Last year and the year before probably. Uh if I remember right. Uh that's just like kind of what they do. They're a much better team than their record. I'm I'm all about the Astros in this game. Yeah, I'm all about the Mariners in this game. Uh, Jake Odorizzi off to a horrible start on the season, an ERA of 6, a whip of 1.67, and I-, I can forgive some ugly-looking numbers to start the season, ugly-looking surface numbers like that. What I can't forgive, Nick, a 13% K rate against an 11.6% walk rate. That is just that is never, in any level of baseball, going to work. Walking that many guys, striking out absolutely no one. You can't have that small a gap between your K rate and your walk rate and find any sort of success. And now you're talking about going up against a Mariners team that is fifth in Woba on this season, fourth in weighted runs created plus, and very importantly, first in walk rate. If Jake Odorizzi doesn't find the zone, the Mariners are not going to help him. They are not going to get themselves out. They will happily take the walks that Odorizzi supplies to them and then make him pay by putting the ball in play with hard contact. Something I always think about in these sorts of matchups is, well, what happens uh, when the starters are out of the game? We base so much of our thinking on the starters, but these days that may only be five innings. That may only be half the game. So what happens when the starters are out of the game? Mariners bullpen to start the season, fifth in ERA, fourth in XFIP. And then that Astros offense, as you said, like, I mean, I'll bet on them to come back over the, the course of the full season. 
but they're off to a very slow start. They're 19th in Woba. Jose Altuve's on the IL. Very slow starts for Alex Bregman, for Kyle Tucker, for Michael Brantley. This is just a team that isn't really swinging the bats the way that we would expect them to. And yes, I'm with you. I think by August, they're doing that. But are they doing it tonight? Are they doing it by May 2nd? I'm not so sure about that. I think it's going to take some time for this team to come around. So I'll take the plus money on the Mariners, who just frankly right now, as this game gets going tonight, are the better team in this matchup right now. Give me the Mariners at plus 110. Yeah, wow. I mean, they got to get good at some point. I'm going to bet now. <laughs> there you go. Lock it in. Lock it in right there. Um, it's It should be, I mean, this is, you know, this. anytime Seattle and Houston play one another this year, it's going to be series to watch because, you know, both those teams um, are you know, playoff, certainly playoff contenders and maybe even playoff favorites with uh, six teams getting into the dance this year. Angels off to a great start. We have our first potentially very fun AL West race shaping up uh, that we've seen in some time. So anytime two of those three teams are playing series against one another, it's going to be some must-see TV. Opposite sides of Mariners and Astros tonight for you and me. Let's go to the first game of the day taking place in St. Louis. It is Royals and Cardinals. Zach Grinke taking the ball for the Royals and Steven Matz for the Cardinals. This is another one of your plays. What do you got for us in this matchup? Uh, last night I had a very strange dream. I, I, I very serious, seriously, I, I dreamt this is not a joke. I dreamt that uh, we were in the post-apocalypse, and oh my God. and Zach Granke apparently was living next door to me and was <laughs> not you know like Zach Granke doesn't yell, but he does do that like kind of judgmental sort of very dry like, what are you really doing right here? He he mm-hmm. was. He was he was giving me the the judgmental like dry granky stare <laughs> about the weeds in my lawn, like why why oh haven't you God. weeded your lawn? And I was like, well, Zach, like we're in the post apocalypse. Do I do, <laughs> do the dandelions really matter? And he's like, everything matters. It was like very. I was like, wow. I don't I don't know what to. I don't know how to come back against Zach Granky in that situation. Uh, anyway, Zach Granky's a, a very focused uh, yeah. individual when he come when when he put like puts his mind to something and. He most often puts his mind to uh, pitching, <laughs> so uh, I like I don't don't ever bet based on a dream, let alone my let alone my dream. <laughs> uh, however, um, it's just a reminder that uh, Zach Granke, however old he is now, sixty five or whatever, uh, he still knows how to pitch very well because he's such a particular person and he knows how to do all of the very detailed things uh, on a mound and. Uh, the I I like this matchup for him even in St. Louis. It's going to be a rainy day. Uh, in fact, I, I hope they even get the game off. Uh, the offense is probably going to be down a little bit. I just I like Zach Greinke in this game with the Royals um, as like a little. I'm going with the value a little bit here too, but uh, I, I a straight up money line. I like I like the Royals over the Cardinals in this one. You're getting plus 135 on that. I will say, if there's any, if there's anything to take from that dream, I mean, if and when we are in a post-apocalyptic world, it's I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you know, Zach Grinke and Adam Wainwright can still go out and get you six innings in that <laughs> right. scenario. No, exactly, exactly. Like, they'll block <laughs> out the fact that we're in the post-apocalypse, and all they see is the catcher's mitt and their, and their pitching strikes over and over. Yeah, Steven Matt's off to a, a strange start this season. He's striking out a ton of guys. 
but he's been getting knocked around a bit too. An ERA that's north of six. He's pitched better than what that ERA suggests. This is something of a soft matchup for him against this Kansas City team. It'll be an interesting game to watch, an interesting matchup for sure. Two pitchers who, um, you know, the, the early returns have been fine, certainly for both of them, uh, but guys who bear more watching as, uh, as we get deeper and deeper into this season. So that's your second pick of the day. Royals plus 135 at the Cardinals. And as you said, a little bit of weather in the Midwest, so hopefully they get that game off. I'm going to go to a very strong pitching matchup for my second pick of the day. Diamondbacks and Marlins uh, kicking off a series tonight in Miami. Zach Gallen and Pablo Lopez, two pitchers who are off to excellent starts this season. For Zach Gallen, a .6 ERA, a .64 whip, 14 Ks against four walks in 15 innings. For Pablo Lopez, .39 ERA, .73 whip, 23 Ks against four walks in 23 and one-thirds innings. Uh, Two pitchers who I definitely want to back, so the way I find my way to that, I'm going to say under three runs in the first five innings of this game. The line on that is minus 105, so a little bit less than the standard juice that you have to pay. Initially, Nick, I was looking at the Diamondbacks in this matchup, to be honest, because of the way Zach Gallon's pitching and the fact that it's plus money. It's plus 125 for the first five innings. It's plus 125 for the full game. But the Diamondbacks' offense has been terrible this season. The Diamondbacks' bullpen has been one of the few things in Major League Baseball worse than the Diamondbacks' offense this season. And I just don't trust this team to hold things together for nine innings, even if Zach Gallen goes out and throws like six shutout. I just don't trust the bullpen. I don't trust the offense to give him enough support. So let's just fully back these two pitchers. Both these guys, Nick, also very much earning what they have done on the surface level. Zach Gallen, 77th percentile in the majors in exit velocity, 74th in hard hit, 66th in barrel rate. Pablo Lopez, 84th in exit velocity, 83rd in hard hit rate. No one is squaring these guys up. They are striking a ton of guys out. They are not giving up free passes. Really, everything is lined up for this to be the sort of pitcher's duel that the lines suggest that it will be. I'm going to go ahead and back that. I'm not going to worry about the bullpen. Just the first five innings, under three runs, I expect Gallon and Lopez to dominate in this matchup. You're you're right in a couple of different ways. Uh, I would also think about the Diamondbacks in this game. Weirdly, uh, yeah. they're they're playing much better than than they should be. Like frankly, uh, but yeah, again, it's not a full it's not a full team experience of <laughs> no success so far. <laughs> um, and I like the Marlins. I'm playing the Marlins long term. They're a really good pitching yeah. team, like almost top to bottom. Uh, you know, what, what's going to bite them eventually is if they can hit in tough situations against tough pitching. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's the thing that we'll have to start to see in August and September when it really when we really get to the crunch time. Right now, though, they're – I mean, they're a team to – I mean, I, I think the Marlins are actually much better than their record at this point. Um, and they're doing – and their record's, record's good. good. Yeah, well, their record's 12 good. 12-9, something like that? Yeah, I mean, I think they I think they have three more wins in them at this point. But, uh, but yet, like, to your point, you know – Right now, you know, the, you, we're not betting on the games in September, but like right now, um, a low-scoring game. This game has this game has low runs all over it. I think the Marlins are going to be a fascinating watch, assuming they're playing this well into the trade deadline part of the season. Because they're, they, if they're going to if they're going to take that next step this year, they need they need some bats. Right now, they're walking a ton. They got a 10.2% walk rate, uh, tied for fourth in the majors, actually with the Diamondbacks. So, I mean, they're, they're, that's like the best part of their offense right now is that they're just taking a ton of walks. They're going to need some more bats in that lineup, but this is definitely a team on the rise. And if you could just, if you could throw Sixto Sanchez into this uh, rotation too, if we could just get him healthy and throw him into 
this rotation. You're talking about Sixto and Pablo Lopez and Trevor Rogers and like Eliezer Hernandez as your fourth or fifth starter. That is a very scary, very fun team. So would love to see these Marlins get the full strength. Would love to see them add some bats. As for tonight, would love to see them and the Diamondbacks stay under three runs through the first five innings. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Nick, one more play a piece for us, and you're spicing it up a little bit. We're going three favorites on the money line, pairing them all up together, doing a little bit of a parlay. What do you got for us here to uh, maybe try to make a little bit of money on our way out the door? Well, listen, the only thing dumber than betting based on a dream is betting parlays. <laughs> uh, however, comma, um, it's May. It's like it's very early May. Let's let's get weird. Uh, you know, Jumping off of the jumping off of a, an Astros pick from earlier, my Astros pick from earlier, which you summarily dismissed. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I'm going to parlay the the Yankees, the Rays, and the Astros. Um, at you know, plus four fifty. Plus four fifty. Is, is that what it is? The yeah. So which which is a good. I mean, that's like a good value if you hit it. But the more importantly, uh, like starting with the Yankees. Uh, so Ross Stripling is pitching for the pitching for the Blue Jays. Uh, Jordan Montgomery is pitching for the for the Yankees. Not especially a sexy name. Um, he's 0-1 on the season, but he has a 2.7 ERA. His WHIP is less than one. Um, it I think I like I I kind of wonder weirdly if uh, if some of the action is is not is leaning against the Yankees because of him, uh, which would which would be a mistake in my opinion. Um, Jordan Montgomery is pitching pretty well this year. And, uh, you know, I, the Blue Jays are a very good team, but the Yankees are playing even better than the Blue Jays, I think, at this moment, uh, at this minute. So uh, I, li- I like I think I, I actually, you know, it's not exactly ideal for the Yankees in Toronto, but I like I like the Yankees in this game. And um, if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to lean into I'm going to lean in to the Astros, uh, then like, why not just go for the Rays too and throw it all in? What honestly what the Rays it's. It's Rasmussen and Jeffries uh, uh-huh. in, in Oakland, in, in Oakland. Um, but the you know the the Rays are are a little bit similar um, to some to the Astros that they're they're better than their record at the moment. Um, but I, I I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to get weird. Uh, if I <laughs> if I blow it, it's May second, so we can I can I can make up for it. There's a lot of season yeah, left yeah. to make up. A lot of seasons, certainly a lot of seasons. Jordan Montgomery is a fascinating watch right now. Uh, our, our colleague Al Melchior wrote a column about Jordan Montgomery last week and uh, the the additional swing and miss he's been getting this season and the reasons to believe that that's something that can stick around, that that's not just a, a three-start or four-start fluke, uh, that that's something that uh, is based on foundational change and something that he can keep going for the rest of the season. So definitely check that out if you're an athletic subscriber. I'm going to take uh, one of your plays and, and spin off that for my third pick. I'm going to go back to that Rays and A's matchup in Oakland. And Drew Rasmussen, the starter for the Rays, I'm going to go with him. I'm going to back his strikeout prop. It is minus 112 for over 4.5 Ks. This matchup sets up very nicely for Drew Rasmussen. Frankly, this matchup's going to set up nicely for basically every single starting pitcher 
this year. Uh, Rasmussen, 18 Ks in 18 innings, striking out nearly a quarter of the batters that he has faced. And what we're really seeing from him is another guy who's made a foundational change. The Rays have uh, added a cutter to his repertoire this season. He's throwing it 30% of the time. He's throwing it basically as often as he is his four-seam fastball. And the four-seamer was a pitch he leaned on for nearly 65% of his pitches last year. So clearly needed a second hard offering in the repertoire. The cutter is it 30% of the time. It's got a 31.4% whiff rate on the year, allowing just a 244 Woba on the pitch. So that is a big weapon for Rasmussen. Now, this A's team is just not good at all. They lead the majors in K rate. They've struck out in 26.1% of their plate appearances. They're 27th in walk rate and 26th in WOBA. So what does that say to us, Nick? They're not going to make Rasmussen work hard. One of the things that you always have to concern yourself with when you are looking at strikeout props is, especially if it's not like Max Scherzer, it's not a guy who you know is going to go out and rip off eight strikeouts in the first three innings, which Rasmussen probably isn't going to do. You have to concern yourself with, is he going to be able to pitch deep enough into the game? If I, I need him to get the five strikeouts, I might need him to go six innings in this game. I don't think I will, but it's possible I will. I'm going to need him to throw 85 to 95 pitches to get to those five strikeouts. It's certainly possible. So you don't want a team that works deep counts. You don't want to go up against a team that can knock him around the park. The 27th 27th in walk rate, 26th in Woba that the A's are carrying so far this season suggests to me that they are not going to force Rasmussen to work that hard, and 90 pitches could be enough to get him through six innings. Maybe we push him out to 95 and he can get through seven innings. Again, this is the Rays. I don't think they do that. But the point is, he's going to have the opportunity to build up a pitch count to work deep into this game. So if he's not mowing guys down, he can get to that five strikeout number across six innings. However we put it together, I think this is a very nice bet. Drew Rasmussen to go over the four and a half Ks. Honestly, I know we've spent 20 minutes on this. This is the only pick that matters. This is like the, this is the only, (laughs) this is the, this is by far the best pick. Uh, Drew Rasmussen, he's walked four batters in, all season in his four starts. Uh, that's a manager's dream. He's coming off a 9K one walk outing against the Mariners. You, you like yeah. you mentioned, is a very good hitting team. Um, like the guy's in the zone. And if you're in the zone against a team that's not hitting, like that's that's just like scream strikeouts. Uh, I'm, th- I, this is a great pick. I think it's it's the best pick that we're going to offer. This is like this is the best. Like I can ignore all my dreams and my <laughs> dumb my my dumb parlays. Uh, this is the this is, this is my I want to steal I'm stealing this pick. Go for it, man. Take it, take it, and then maybe we'll both have a Drew Rasmussen dream tonight after he strikes out like eight A's in six innings. <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can't control what pops up in our dreams, so maybe we can speak a Drew Rasmussen dream into existence. Hopefully, certainly he can pitch a five strikeout night against the A's into existence tonight. That's gonna do it. We've got some good dream material. That's gonna do it for this episode of Best on the Board. Thanks so much for listening. For Nick, I'm Michael Beller. Good luck, happy betting, and we'll talk to you soon.